First of all, can we give Quinn all the props in the world for making the dopest thumbnail? All the props. It's so cute. Like Gene Bajlan's thumbnail game has to be raised now because Quinn just took it to <laughs> a whole nother level. It's adorable. Isn't it? Yeah, I love it. I thank you, Quinn. F- Quinn turn. You're Quinn the turn you're the, the best. best turn. You're the best turn, Quinter. <laughs> and you know what else Quinn did, Tucson? What did he did? This. Welcome to our special edition of Pop Life. I am here with show producer, De La Soul fan, and the original Soul Quarian, M. Toussaint. <laughs> hello, hello, everyone. Good to be here on De La Soul Day. 3-3. Three, three. So I watched before we went on. Um live show producer jordan is here of course ben burgess is here and we went out had breakfast and and kind of went for a walk and got back and i watched the countdown did you watch any of the countdown to the release Mm -mm. i was working um it was emotional man wow you know because like we talked about on the other show you know sadly dave's not here for this kind of momentous occasion um and it was for me it was a bit of a double-edged sort of sadness that (sighs) the way we consume these things is so different that uh even looking for the cd is pointless you'd have to buy the record i think i think they re-released the record today as well too right i'm not sure that sounds right uh, the fact that these these songs are available um, now to hear are huge because you know that's how we listen to music in 2023 through streaming mm-hmm. platforms. Yep. You know we rent the things that we coveted as as uh, youth. Um, and I think I said this on the show the other night. Like I never owned De La Soul is Dead. <laughs> I always had some sort of dub of a dub. I always had a third generation something of a lot of of these these classic records and 
I don't even think I owned. Uh, ooh, you know the only thing I owned of the native tugs? What? Stakes is high. You know them stakes is high. Stakes is high. Everything else was a dub. We call that the hookup. I didn't know what DJ Quick looked like for a year <laughs> after. Because th- there's a lot of music like that. And I don't know if other people are like this. If you're in the same age group, it's probably the same. It really was someone up to you on something, right? Like even when yeah. I talk to the dudes, all the thrash metal dudes from the Bay, they always talk about somebody older gave them Motorhead or played them a Motorhead record. And they were like, oh, this is this is it. Or Diamond Head or like, this is it. This is what I want to do. And um, I remember the stuff that that I never saw the people for years to live crew. And I've been hearing them forever. Wow. Um, since like the first when it was Luke Skywalker records. Do you remember that? <laughs> Probably. Before he was Uncle Luke, before George Lucas sued him. Oh, that's um, true. Yeah, I do remember that. Um again dj quick that first quick is a name record no one had the actual tape we all had dubs of a dub and then this is also back in the flea market days mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. as a new yorker i know there was a flea market somewhere in queens where you lived where you bought the bootleg stuff this is true and and a friend of mine would always get bootleg stuff and he had like every tape you would want but it was all bootleg like oaktown's 357 <laughs> oh, I should I should correct that. It wasn't in Queens, it was in Valley Stream, Long Island. Oh right at, right at the border of Queens. We consider it Queens though. Just because so many Queens people are there. And that was that was how I that was how I got into to metal as well. Um someone I wanted to hear Metallica and before Metallica was on the radio all the time, before there was a video, you had to have a physical stuff to hear yeah. this music which is another reason why i get so mad at people that whine about streaming it's like look dude no one would have known who you were because there was no way to <laughs> figure out who you were you sure. weren't getting on the radio go ahead no. shut up um so i remember someone gave me a cassette single of jump in the fire in the sixth grade and on it i read i'm a liner notes reader Okay. And it said written by and D Mustaine was in all the songs. And and I was like, who's D Mustaine that mm. wrote all these songs? And they're like, Oh, that's Dave Mustaine. He's got a band called Megadeth now. I was like, Oh, and that's how I found Megadeth through liner notes and having physical music. So same thing with, with Dela. You know, you're reading the liner notes. Oh, who's that rapper that was featured there? Right. You know, Trust. oh d- dude. When yeah. Black Sheep hit. Forget about it. Forget about it. Flavor of the month? <laughs> well, look, I'm doing this thing today. The reason why I want to do this stream, mm-hmm. I think I even wrote in the description, I'm hoping it doesn't get taken down. Right. But they're not going to let us monetize this. As no bad way. as it is that nothing, we, we always have to fight with every stream. I want to do oh. something fun and um, play some of this music from this era. And especially because we can finally play this Dela stuff. Yeah. Um, 
Someone says YouTube just suggested this video by a channel called Middle Maga. (laughs) (laughs) But um, I was listening to the De La Soul records, as you can imagine, before this this stream. And I want to play one of my favorite songs from that record. Can you guess what it is? Um... No, is it stakes as high? Uh, from from uh, from De La Soul is dead. De La Soul is dead. I don't know. Come on, you gotta guess. There's only like 24 songs, including skits. I need to see. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> you want me to just here? Here, I'm gonna do this. I gotta heart it now. So my. Can you hear? Can you hear? Yeah. Thank you, JB. Yeah, I'll turn it down a little bit so we don't get we don't trigger it too quick. So I apologize in advance if the stream gets pulled down. Mm-hmm. That's not the goal. But the goal is to enjoy this moment in these songs. This is a good one. I loved this video. This video is very 90s. Yeah. Um, but I loved that imagery. And I feel like when they came back from the, those first early tours and they went overseas, um, I do think some of that kind of influenced the direction of their music. Mm-hmm. Um, on this record in particular and that that music definitely I said this on the show the other night it got me into finding those early housey drum and bass people that would become trip hop people like Tricky and, and Goldie and all those guys and mm-hmm. I was already into Bjork it's before um, Grime Grime? Was oh Grime, yeah, yeah yeah when it was all considered hip hop and it was specifically considered De La Soul. So 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 um Jim says, here let's can we should we put the chat on the screen for today? Sure. Okay. So it's a it's a fun day. Let's put the chat on the screen today. So Jim <laughs> says everyone in the nineties had some answering machine bits. I would l- I wish I had that answering machine. I I'd say I had a job in school. I wor- I was a, a substitute custodian at my school. You can only imagine what my life was like as a janitor for the school you go to and the schools in the district. But um, um, so I had a phone line, and my mom gave me this old answering machine. Tucson, I'm not messing with you. It was like this big, just <laughs> hella big, right? And so um, if you if you spoke into it and put music by it. Mm-hmm. It would pick it up really well, and it had bass to it because it was like one of those old answer machines from when they first came out. Okay. Right. And um, we actually made a beat to it. <laughs> <laughs> and we had invited some some young ladies that we were friends with to do a little singing hook on it. Oh my gosh! So there was a whole song. That we created for the answering machine. 
if this gives you any insight to what we do here at TIR. <laughs> and and people would call just to hear the answering machine. Because <laughs> it knocks so hard in your phone too. Oh and gosh. um and you know, you know how you're just making up words. This is oh God, what year was this? 94? So I also had a pager. I had this massive pager they used to tease me all the time. Because they said it looked like a garage door opener. Damn. And it had, it had a button on it. It had a literal button. This should look like a remote control. If Coach <laughs> Will is watching this, he will he will make fun of me because when I got a new pager, he got that old one. <laughs> it was cheap. It was like 20 bucks. Remember, oh, you get man. a pager and it would be like $100 and you had to pay the monthly thing for the... This thing was like 20 bucks for the whole while. I had this big okay. ass... Okay. And in the little answer machine song, they're talking about how you can like, you know, if you don't get me, here's my pager number. Mm -hmm. It was, it was. Thank you, Kevin Patterson. This this (laughs) coffee is for you for making that beat and doing that rhyme. And I won't say the the very nice young ladies' names when we were kids that came in and sang the little hook, but I kind of wonder where they are now. But that, when I think of this song, I think of that moment. Nice. Um, what does? Thank you, DPS. Want to play you? What does? What does this song mean for you to sorry. Oh wow. Greetings, girl, and welcome to my world of phrasing right now to that. It's the daisy age we're about to walk top stage. What is this sample? It's a, it's a, it's not the Hall and Oates sample, but it's the Turtles or somebody like that. I forget who it is. The Birds? Is it the Birds? I don't know. I know it's like a 60s song. But what is this when you hear this song? Oh. You bet. That's um that's Holland Oates, right? No. Wait, no, 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 it's not. Oh that's Peg. That's who? Steely Dan. Steely Dan, yes. Thank you. Yeah. I was like, I know that sample. What what is this what does this remind you of? What does it remind me of? I don't know. It's so layered now that I know the sample well enough to recognize it on its own. Because I was listening, I was listening to uh, Stakes is High. Again, mm-hmm. one thing that I bought. I made that. So we talked about this um in the show with Daniel uh, Mate and please if you haven't checked it out we did a great show you know talking about the the death of of uh of Dave from De La Soul and also kind of talking about the native tongues in general and um 96 being this seminal year in July 2nd of 19 July 2nd 1996 two records come out that really draw a demarcating line in hip hop and that is it is written by Nas which is his follow up to his uh his classic Illmatic and also Stakes is High which is uh, De La Soul's follow-up to Balloon Mind State, which 
sounds a little different. And these two songs, I say a demarcating line because it's where rap gets, for a lot of people, a little more serious. And, you know, we could talk about the Telecommunications Act um, and how people like Nas are sampling hits. There's not a lot of digging in the crates for this record. You know, right. the first song on that record, which, which I'm going to play as well, is, is a sample from Sting from a song called Shape of My Heart from, I think, his first solo album. So this is a major song you're taking from. This isn't you guys going and finding these obscure jazz right. records that we were playing in the champagne the other champagne room the other night, like Edwin Bird song and you know, right. these rare Roy Ayers things. But um, a lot of people went the Nas route. And then, as Toussaint talked about also in that episode um, so brilliantly, was if you went the De La Soul Stakes is High route, which of course didn't sell anywhere near as well. And also, this is a moment where a lot of these bands that were popular in 91 and 92 are losing their record deals. Around this time, Hyro has lost their deal. Um, I think Farside's coming off of Lab Cabin, California, which as Daniel said, was a lot more disjointed um, and not as coherent, maybe, as the uh, first record. Lab Cabin still has some of my favorite songs that Farside's ever done. It's definitely not the same record. Um, and it's that more polished, quote-unquote polished, track master sound. And that leads us into the shiny suit era, if you will, of hip-hop, where you're just you know, kind of sampling hits if you're going to sample it all. Yeah. Sampling uh, recognizable hits in recognizable <laughs> hacky ways. <laughs> yeah. I, I think it's antithetical to what you get out of, and maybe this is just my own uh, West Coast bias, um, but it's antithetical to what you get from DJ Pooh and Ice Cube mm-hmm. in around this same time. Because there's something with what they're doing that is making hip hop just so, I don't want to say hyphy, but (laughs) maybe we should examine some of those old Ice Cube songs. Were you an Ice Cube fan at all or are you too much an an elitist to the East Coast? No, I was was an Ice Cube fan as well. I, I just remember like my sister had a friend named Marvin. And they had the same birthday and we all went to the same school and they were older than me. And uh, Marvin would give my sister cassettes because he was a dirty, dirty backpacker. (laughs) What was in the backpack was cassettes. And I remember he would give her uh, Naughty by Nature, Ice Cube, all these different people on different cassettes. I remember giving up the nappy dugout and not understanding what that meant. At first, <laughs> like, I don't understand how they play baseball in California. <laughs> uh, I believe Del the Funky Homo Sapien wrote this. Oh, Hold on. What's up, nigga? Get over there. Shit. Yo, punk ass nigga. Come here. Come here. You remember this song? Devotion Orange. Yes. You don't remember this song, Tucson? Wait a minute. Hey, man. Oh, yeah. Give me that 
What's funny, that sounds like Dell the Funky Homo Sapien. It does. Especially on that Aggressive. first record. Aggressive Dell. I loved this song. I feel like 50 Cent Jack Dice Cube on How to Rob. Yeah. Similar concept. Yeah. Jack and Fabid. Very bold. <laughs> well, the time had passed. That Ice Cube was already, you know, gone, and he's making family-friendly films, which I don't think is necessarily a bad thing. I hate that whole like he's making family movies now. It's like the motherfucker grew up. Jesus, it's true. <laughs> like, what you, you now mean? he's Osama bin Laden talking to Trump and Biden. <laughs> like people want, people wanted him to be like eighteen forever. They want all of them to be eighteen forever. This this record for me, speaking of the same era. Again, guys, thank you for watching. Thank you for all the super chats because there's no way in the world this I'm gonna get an email in like five, <laughs> four. This 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 was the DJ Pooh shit that I liked. Did you did you listen to this record when it came out? I don't know. I want to say I doubt it, but I don't know, honestly. I listened to everything back then. This is Dell the Funky Homo Sapiens' first record. I wish my brother George was here. I love Dell. Which is what uh, Bugs Bunny used to say. Dell's my play guest, my play husband. No, sorry, play husband. I have the Del? word wrong. Yes. Dell was your. There was a, there was a Ethiopian. <laughs> there was a young lady that liked me when we were kids because she thought I, I reminded her of Dell because I had the same style. Get out of here. <laughs> I don't see it. He's my original play husband. Sorry, it was so funny. Him. I was telling Marcus about, you know, living out here and Dell. I don't know if he still lives there. He lives by my mom. And uh, sometimes when I was dropping off Phoenix, I would see him like skateboarding. <laughs> <laughs> nice. And part of me is like, you know, props to you because you're like 50. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's staying in shape. Yeah, like you're staying in shape. You're just skating down the road. Good, good. You know what? Good for you. I loved this record, dude. This record was like the end all be all for me. So we can eliminate the frauds. Deal with pride as the audience applauds. Might sound odd to the average Joe Smoke. The new school pastor ass like Flo He also wrote, you can't play with my yo-yo. Yo, yo. Don't try to play me out. Don't try to play me out. Um... I gotta find. I gotta find this. Again, you can't have Dell without Daylock. No. You think you can? You can't. I'm hey, sure he would as well. It's in the name. They were on like we thought it was such a win for us as like West Coast people on tribes. Uh, the Midnight Marauders, where all the faces are. 
we'd, mm-hmm. pick, we'd find all the West Coast faces. Aww, that's cute. <laughs> that's so cute. We'd be like, oh, dude, look. Oh, look, it's the far side, guys. Oh, shit, it's too short. Oh, shit. Yeah, it's too short. <laughs> you would be mad excited about too short. It, why? Short dog. I remember trying to get my my cousins in trouble. Oh, God, I was a kid. Whenever that first jive thing he had with Freaky Tales came out, was that 86, 87, maybe even 88? Had to be 87. But um, my older cousins had that, and they were playing it, and I was in the room with them. And just there's just curse word after curse word, and it's just I don't know what head is. And oh, yes. Toll on everybody. Man, the room toll on everybody. It's tough for a kid. Reggie and Trisha listen to curse word music. Oh, curse word music. That nasty music. <laughs> he said he was gonna fuck somebody on the bed. Oh, <laughs> what that name mean? is too short. <laughs> Just tell it on everybody, dude. <laughs> short. Here, this is the song I was talking about. Do you hear this? Yeah. Fake dog, no love, you get the slug. CB4 gusto, your luck low. I didn't know till I was drunk though. You freak niggas played out, get fucked and ate out. Prostitute turned bitch, I got the game down. 96 ways I made out. Montana way to good. I mean, I love that song because I do mm-hmm. enjoy the police. <laughs> but playing that, right? July 2nd, yeah. 1996. This is the opening track for Nas. A yeah. straight loop. Very crispy loop. There's no bacon frying on this. We talked about that too on the show with Daniel. No bacon Those frying. records they were taking were so old and so rare and like first edition stuff that some of those samples just sounded horrible. You had to hear it through the bacon frying, which is the sound of, you know, the cracks and pops on the record. Like, listen to this. They sampled that from a CD. Wow. There's no replaying, right? So let's go back to the same record that comes out that year. And also, re-listening to it remind me how great of a record it is. And this is the opening track. Same record! Joint was dope. What'd you say? That Nas joint was dope. You said that Nas one was dope? It was. I always love to hear that before, you know, yeah. everything goes dark. 
listening, if you listen to that Nas record, because I think that's also with, with I Rule the World on there, which is a, a straight loop of um, friends. How many of us have them? Justin Hunt tells the story that the reason why Lauren Hill is singing the hook is because she had a verse and it was so hard. Get out. <laughs> he was just like, hey man, can you just sing the hook? Hey man, can you just be the hook girl on this one? Cause... I need you to just be the hook because you just murdered it right now and I can't follow you on this. I can see that because, and if I rule the world is more up her alley, that kind of thing. Oh, that's that's right in her rhyme pattern. Um, also, you can't have the Fugees without De La Soul. No, you can't. And, They're Haitian too. If you weren't, first of all, can we be honest here? Can we be honest for a second here? Can we? Can we? Blunted on reality, it's trash. Wow. That you like that on reality? You like nappy heads? Oh, Mona Lisa. Can I get a beat up? Oh, I do like Mona Lisa. Ouch. Or do you I like, like a nappy head remix? Oh, it, that, it's a remix that it is, right? Yes. Um, yes. With a good production. Yes. You look. Very atmospheric. Let's play original nappy heads. Hold on. Let's have. We're having fun here. Thank you guys for the super chats because this is nappy heads original. Some ragtime. Rat. Like, you don't even want to this hear is this. Trash. Trash. This is some illy funksters. The illy philly funksters. <laughs> but you know, when they recorded it in like 1991, it was like the hardest thing ever. It's like, oh, Proz, you hit him with that beat. Oh, right? Oh, man. Now let's play oh, the Nappy Head remix because this is what everyone knows Salam That's Remy what? Nappy Head remix. Could I get a date on Friday? And if you're busy, I wouldn't mind taking Saturday. Hey, 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 hey. Round up the posse Fuji coming around the way. Yeah. Yeah. You got it. I got some of that little bit cheaper, cheaper. A cheaper, cheaper, y'all. Well, I'm a Libra, y'all. How many people had this as their voicemail? If you were a Libra. <laughs> if you were a Libra. <laughs> if you was a Libra and you had a voicemail, am I lying to son? Shout out to the Libras. Shout out to the Libras. <laughs> and and I remember when this video hit, we was all liking the beat and we was like, I wish this nigga would shut up. <laughs> no. <laughs> Fuck is he so happy about? <laughs> happy. <laughs> and he hit that remember this? I'll fly away, with the mic Gotta hear him do this fucking nigga sing song you shit. <laughs> <laughs> Negro spiritual sing song. Wade in the water. <laughs> Negro spiritual sing song. This <laughs> foul. This foul. Calipoli. This right here. Never had to battle with a bulletproof vest. They call me hot queasel, but I still came with chest. I don't wear cherry girls because I'm not from the West. Don't just respect to the West. True and see. I rock it to the East. She dissed my whole coast. I didn't even care. She was so fire and fine. 
Hey, that sh- that was that was the black woman of your dreams. Was? Was? I don't know. I'm like, shit, girl. <laughs> I know he don't show up. Damn. Come on, Lauren. I can cook. <laughs> I just learned how to make vegan food. What are they so happy about? Dude. So hard. Yeah, we don't even have to listen to Croswell. Nobody cares about that. Nobody, nobody does care. Nobody. I never met a dude in my life that was like, man, Proz came with. No, he didn't. It's a cush. Man, Proz really came with it. I'm not until he went solo that they were like, oh, that's decent. When this single dropped, the game changed to me. Remember this single when it came out? This was the first single on this record, wasn't it? It was. So hard. Nah, squeeze the Sharma. What'd you say? <laughs> he said, nah, squeeze the Sharma. Who's going to be easy? Nah, squeeze the Sharma. <laughs> nah, squeeze the Sharma. <laughs> Not a good accent, but okay. Oh, look who's in the house. It's Kenzo. Oh, what up, Kenzo? Thank you again for coming through last night. Someone says, Jason, finally playing music. I know. That's hilarious. (laughs) You must not be in the champagne room, or you must be a very young person, because I play a lot of... (laughs) One of the first places sounds like elevator music. (laughs) I thought... This was one of Diamond D's hardest beats. You rockin' loud, but you ain't saying nothing. Woo! I play my enemies like a game of chess. When your shit is so hard, you're sampling yourself from the record. Yeah, that's true. They did do that. So hard. They did do that. You're sampling your own verses because they're that hard. I loved this record. Driving all over Berkeley, California with Coach Will and a bunch of other people bumping this shit out of that record. So much diversity back then. Right? It's just amazing. What do you think? is missing today. I had a, I used to work with the creative director. He went to Central St. Martin's, big Mm -hmm. fancy um, fashion school in in the UK. And he was like, what what, what things people are lacking? I was a point of view. Do you have an opinion on anything? Mm. Um, I think there's a lot of samey points of views right now. People don't want to be too different. They want to. They want to make people like things, as opposed to making things that people like. Mm, that sounds sad, though. 
you say you don't like an artist and they're like, well, did you listen to their whole catalog? And so I'm, not, I'm not trying to make myself like a person. What the hell is that about? <laughs> you, you giving me homework to do? I'm not doing homework to like you. <laughs> that makes me sad, though. It is very, very sad. Very, very sad. They Don't these people seem older than rappers now? They were. They were. They had points of view. They were more developed. Everybody's like a lot younger now and making mistakes all in front of us and developing in front of us in a way that they weren't in the past. Mm-hmm. Um, JB says, in my honest opinion, hip hop is just following a similar trajectory to jazz and even rock and roll. It's running out of ideas. I mean, but hip, but jazz at a certain point has to incorporate something that it's, you know, vehemently against against which is electronic instruments and to me it's when people like miles davis and and even uh who we were just playing roy ayers start incorporating more you know electronic instruments into the in the mix and um even you know miles playing through wah pedals and distortion pedals they can go down more alleys more rabbit holes sonically um, I think the problem or just what I see because maybe it's not a problem mm-hmm. but you need another Dela mm. in order to make a lane for people to experiment more it feels almost like some of the people that are supposed to be Dela-ish it's a little contrived like they're trying so hard to be different. They're wearing De La Soul t-shirts. Like <laughs> they're literally wearing other bands and like, you know, which is cool. It's cool to support, but you know, you're wearing the black college sweatshirts. You're just wearing what people wore back then, you know, in order to call back. Making references. We don't need references right now. You know what it you know what that means, Tucson? Hmm. The world is collapsing on itself. Because <laughs> you no. see it with fashion. Why were we wearing bell bottoms in the 90s? It seems so strange. Why should the cycle have turned around so quickly? Um, bell bottoms in the 90s. I'm having all these problems playing. There we go. Oh, give me one second. Here, be entertaining while I fix this audio problem. Well, I wonder, by the time we get to the year 2000 and Y2K, maybe technology should have played a bigger part in things. And maybe that would have been the game changer. I don't know. Why, by the time we get to, to the 2000s, does anybody know what they're doing anymore? It's just lots of one-hit wonders and weird leftovers from the 90s. And then weird leftovers from other decades. Uh, 2000 seems like a really lost decade to me. And there isn't a lot of creative innovation. You have Kanye, but okay, Kanye is going to be Kanye. And he, he's got his lane. You've got Kid Cudi. You've got all that kid robot artsy stuff. 
You've got grown adults buying very expensive toys that they don't play with. That's cool. What else you got? Okay, sorry. I fixed mm -hmm. it. I think you're, I think I what you're saying this is Jigaboo time. It's what? <laughs> it's Jigaboo time. It's Jigaboo time. It's Jigaboo time. Don't you run it out of lyrics? It's Jigaboo time. You're so happy. I think there's something to be said about Jigaboo time, even in what we do. Would you agree? Yes. It's definitely Jigaboo time for a lot of folks. Money in the bank time. And and I think it's been Jigaboo time for so long that cats don't even realize it's been Jigaboo time for so long, because we've changed we've changed what the definition of cool means. You're so serious about that. That's your next video essay. Changing the definition of coon. You know, I had a long talk with Sheree about it. We've had a couple long talks about it. Changing the definition of coon just turns. The Jigaboos, there really are dancing, dancing for money. Um, <laughs> it just says, well, a coon is this dude that I equate with a black person that is trying to be white, quote unquote. Mm. And that means that all the cooning can go on and the cooning now becomes authentic. Authentic cooning. Authentic cooning. And, uh, you know, I have a problem with authentic cooning. <laughs> and uh, but that's that's a problem. Man. And I think a lot of hip hop right now, the more you're sitting there with you and Pascal reading those headlines of contemporary hip hop artists. I don't want to say celebrities or stars, just contemporary hip hop artists. Mm -hmm. It felt like we were looking at a skit from 30 years ago on like a yeah. living color Saturday Night Live like this is what where'd you, you sent that living color skit the other day about the homeboy was, which one with Tommy Davidson and he was on the talk show like, oh that's right Carson. but instead of and you know so for those that don't remember Johnny Carson even Jay Leno I think did this um they would have this person from the zoo come with an animal and the animal would climb all over Johnny and piss on him or whatever and Instead of having an animal, they had a black dude from the hood that was like a hip hop person. Yep. It was like yeah. homeboyus erectus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and that to me feels like jigaboo time. And they're making fun of it as this yeah. is jigaboo time. Even those movies that we watch on here, Hollywood Shuffle, is definitely making fun of jigaboo time. Do you think Cardi B is Jigaboo time? Yep, all day and twice on Sunday. You know why? True story. She makes that noise with her mouth. What noise is that? Is that it sounds like fun times. Okur. <laughs> oh, she can roll her R's? Well, she's yeah. better than me, so F her. I can't roll my R's. <laughs> That's why I'm never going to speak Spanish right. I can't roll my R's. I'm horrible. You don't um, necessarily have to roll the R's. 
you you should be able to roll your R's to speak Spanish. You kind of should, but it's not necessary. And some people do go over the top. It's just I'm, weird. I'm that bad here. This is another guy. Also gone too soon. Someone I got to know. Super nice man. One of the best MCs I've ever heard do it live and on record. Blackalicious. Gift of Gab. Did you get into Black Alicious Toussaint? A little bit. Not a lot. I did the, what is it, the alphabet aerobics or whatever? Ooh. Love that. I did that. I did that. We read, so there was a zine that a couple of the guys in Living Legends used to put out called um, Unsigned and Hella Broke in like 1992-93. And on the back of it, they wrote every group that you had to find and again, this is pre-internet, so you had to find it. Mm-hmm. You weren't going to find it in a record store. And the only way you could distribute your stuff at record stores, either you you got your music to a small distributor, which still was listening to stuff first. They weren't just taking everything. Like CD Baby technically is a distributor that puts right. music on every streaming platform. But um, distributors wouldn't fuck with you if you weren't going to move anything. Mm-hmm. And so you would have to go to different record stores and be like, we're a group. This is what we do. We want to sell our music here because we're going to perform here tonight or, or tomorrow or whatever. We would literally do that. And I remember we found a tape of Black Alicious after we had like read about him. Mm-hmm. And um, it was at a place called The Warehouse. I don't know if you had those in New York. Oh, yeah. Your record store. And uh, it was Lyric Fathom and Swan Lake. And it was a hand drawn cover in like pencil or pen that was photocopied. Nice. (laughs) And uh, I think Will still has it. I think Coach Will still has it. I think he has all those old tapes. That's so cool. Where, um, Where some people. If you didn't buy the pack of blank tapes mm-hmm. that came in the pl- plastic cassette thing, they would make the paper sleeve, <laughs> nice. go to Kinko's and cut them, and then you know, hot glue them and 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 sell them on the street. We definitely did that, but uh, that that's where we first discovered um, Black Alicious. There and there was a compilation that they were on as well. Um, I had a neighbor two of my neighbors, brother and sister, next door neighbors, they used to show us when we were little the flyers for the park jams. Mm. That stuff's important. I I mean, I was a kid. I was like, okay, cool. Um, That's it. (laughs) You're excited about some paper with some drawings? I got some drawings to show you if you like this. (laughs) I am... Hold on, guys. This, I think, is their best record. They're most known for their first record, but. You know who this is? Do you know who this is? The sample? I'll let you hear it for the first. Check, 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 check it out. 
like a Roy Ayers or? This is Diggable's second record. Nice. Diggable's second record was awesome. I love Diggable Planet's second record. It didn't have the cool like that hit with that song that you can just cool like that. Dun, right. dun, 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 dun. You know, it was that's a mega hit. Yeah. That changes everything for us. That horn line gets stuck in your head, dude. It does. That song it is magic. Still gets stuck in your head. Um, Lady Bug Mecca, her voice is still still just so 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 crazy over a beat. Um I so I don't even want to say it on air. <laughs> <laughs> this person can I don't even want to say it on air. I'll tell you in a private conversation. Somebody lost their virginity to this song. <laughs> That's what that means. No, I don't think it was. That. No, 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 no. After no. school one day. <laughs> no. But you're close. But no. Because <laughs> I want to say so much right now. Someone was but giving up the nappy dugout. <laughs> <laughs> I want, like, you don't know how much I want to say right now, but I can't because sworn to secrecy from junior high. It, well, pinky swore. You pinky swore. I I mentioned it a little bit. I mean. <laughs> Someone says Jason's been infected by the woke mind virus out here, canceling his own thoughts. It's not so. It's not even really bad thoughts. It's just this those were the days. Yeah, yeah. Those <laughs> were the days. Don't you wish for your wedding? I forgot the memory. I love freestyle. Boundaries. So, my buddy, this hook, this hook is ahead. better than most albums. Yes. Great. These dudes, I think, took. That Daylaw stuff, because I don't think they were biting off Daylaw. I really think they were doing their own thing in LA around the same time. Um, they really went in such a crazy direction with hip hop. To me, those two poles mm -hmm. showed us what we can do with this genre of music. So we need another freestyle fellowship is what you're saying. I think you need that time where both of these people can exist in the same orbit. Ah, you know what? Yes. Yes. The environment for both. I like it. Because there was no beef yet. Ice Cube's doing stuff with Hank Shockley and the Bomb Squad. And has right. number one hit or number one hip hop hits with you know Chuck D and, and um, Big Daddy Kane and Burn Hollywood Burn. Mm -hmm. um, so we're not even thinking about territory and quote unquote boundaries. 
Boundaries. Boundaries. <laughs> this song, if I told you this song is by a bunch of dudes from South Central, some of them who are were in gangs, you'd be like, you're crazy. These are bona fide musicians. The way Micah Nine raps like a, a trumpet player plays. That's what right. this hook is. We right. No and that kind of defines for me the LA sound to me growing up in the scene that I was in. This was the LA sound for us. Yeah. The mainstream sound is what all you guys heard and saw in the movies. But this the LA dope. sound, if you were if you went to the Good Life Cafe, this is what you heard. Ava DuVernay, the woman that made the movies that we crap on so much, this is what she raps like if you ever listen to her rap group. This is definitely the real stuff. This is the real California. Uh, the LA, <laughs> this is the LA gears and the, the neon bicycle shorts. And everyone's blonde. <laughs> and everyone's blonde. Everyone's blonde in California. Let me see if I can find something. Like sadly, I don't have any of these cassettes, and I don't know if any of this if these guys released any of this stuff. Um I don't know if they released any of this stuff for for like a lot of these dudes didn't even um like the songs that i know from some of these guys um they didn't release it for streaming because you know they put it out 93 on a cassette um, I should have though. Like there, like there was groups. Um, there was groups we would hear because they would drive up to the bay and play. Remember, pistol grip pump on my lap at all time. Pistol grip pump. What's, what was his name? Mac Ten? No. Mm. No. What was that dude's name that sung pistol grip pump? Do I gotta look it up? Is it Mac Ten? JB, yes, from my understanding, they're from LA. Rage Against the Machine. <laughs> they have a song called Pistol Grip Pump on My Lap at All Time. They Pistol do. Grip Pump on My Lap at All Time. Yeah. It's Rage. No. <laughs> at All Times. Because, like, the Living Legends dudes, like, we were all hella tight. And there's, um,. There's songs I know of theirs like by heart. It's Mac Ten. And it's Mac Ten, right? Mac Ten featuring Ice Cube. No, Pistol Grip Pump. Who sang that song? Yeah. Pistol Grip. Volume Ten. Volume this Ten. Song. Volume Ten. That's what that means. This video about volume time, I see. I was in the So freestyle. did an like album of covers. That's what that is. Yeah, yeah. This this song was so hard, right? And one day we were walking on Telegraph Avenue in Berkeley. And, you know, we didn't know what he, again, we didn't know what he looked like. 
And he was walking around and he had to tell people who he was because he was selling the new tape. Literally mm-hmm. walking up and down Telegraph Avenue, like, hey, I'm I'm volume 10. And we're like, pistol grip, pump on my lap at all times. Like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> you fam. <laughs> he probably freestyled so much that day because every time he would run into somebody that realized who he was, niggas was like, Oh, shit. Somebody start beatboxing and shit, you know. <laughs> they must love that. <laughs> Dude. What's his name? Vince Staples? He's like, no. That's Vince what Staples. I get paid for. I ain't coming up to just... Don't he sound like a football player, Vince Staples? Vince Staples? <laughs> Everything I've heard from that young man, musically, and whenever I hear him on an interview, I'm like, this kid is really interesting, and I would love to meet him. Absolutely. Because he sounds like us. <laughs> West Coast, yeah. Yeah, he's from he's from uh, Long Beach. Yep, pathologically Northside, honest. Long Beach, Northside, Long Beach. I've, I've, again, it's somebody, one of the few people I've discovered at a music festival. Cool. And uh, oh, dude, trust me, I do not discover. I'm such an old man at music festival. <laughs> Like I told you about this, I'm horrible. You know, speaking of rappers that passed away, mm. so Tion Torrance, who some people might know if you're really into like quote unquote backpack rap, as Buku One, went Ooh. to school with us. Ooh. And he was dealing with I forget why. Um, one of the dudes from the Artifacts, the mm-hmm. one that just passed away, Tame One. And he needed to record something, so he went to Coach Will's house because he knew Will had a recording setup, a recording setup. And I say this, yeah. <laughs> um, and they they did a song, and it was a single. They went on tour all over the world with it, and uh, so a lot of those East Coast guys would come over. Like, um, what's the dude's name in, in Run the Jewels? The white guy, LP. LP. Oh, One of the company flow records, Will gets a shout out because LP had came over and like lyrics borns ASR broke and they only knew the person that had one was Will. So they, <laughs> <laughs> like, can we borrow your ASR? We'll give you a shout out on the record. Sure. <laughs> um, so like this song to me also was a jam. I do remember it. Watch Watch Red Man's cousin came one. I'm out to bomb like Vietnam under the same name, Tame One. The bad one, Inflow Master. So rest in peace, Tame One. Another one. He's around the same age as Dave. And DMX and the rest of these cats. We got some homies in the house. Shout out to um, Quintern. Quintern! Made made the image. He's in here. Thank you for making this all happen, Quintern. Here's here's an East Coast guy that was a big influence on High Road that you might not remember, Tucson. An East Coast guy. Shout out to Marvin. My boy Marvin's in the house, too. Do you remember this cat? YZ? Be one of you New York people. So far, I've earned my respect in the streets. Remember this dude? The ghetto's been good to me. Wow. 
never gonna turn my back. But you were living so we got to keep the tracks for life. Come along, way peaks, check my past. Crowds from the urban blocks thought I wasn't gonna. This was back when dudes with dreads were strictly Jamaican. <laughs> like cats was strictly Jamaican, and if the cat had dreads, he was finna rap hella hard. <laughs> Remember that? Oh my God. I haven't heard I'm that never, in a really I'm long tell, time. I'm gonna be real honest today. I can't tell the whole ladybug story, but I'm gonna be real honest about this story. Sophia from Hobo Junction had a album release party at a place called Your Mama's Kitchen in North Oakland. Owned by these white people, and it was a vegan cafe. This is 1994, 93. So, just so you know, Tucson, I've been around you people for a long time, okay? Us people. <laughs> Haitian, Haitian Europeans. Haitian Europeans. <laughs> Total Haitian Europeans. And you know what they would do? So, when you would buy food from there, and again, vegan nachos or vegetarian vegan it started with a v because it was never yeah. made. um they would give you tapes wow like you know samplers and shit i think mm-hmm. one of them must have been in the music business because we'd always be getting samplers of shit and you're gonna get so mad at me and everybody watching is gonna get mad at me i'm willing to take this l we get a tape from some dude named big l wow and we go in, I think we're in Kevin Patterson's car, me, Will, Ray, and we put in Big L, and we hate it. And Kevin throws it out oh. off the Bay Bridge. <laughs> One of the greats. Yeah, dude. True I used to story. like Big L, too. Was it his well, voice? It was high. It was his voice. We were like, who is this dude? Sucks. And because <laughs> the people at the place, they were like, hey, man, Big L, you, you, you guys are going to love this. We take our vegan nachos. <laughs> we sit down and share it because I think it costs like 12 bucks. And 12 bucks in 1994 money is like a million dollars to broke kids from Richmond, California. It really is. <laughs> and so... I just remember we're like, we can't wait to hear it. His cover looks like everything we want out of music. <laughs> yeah. He's just he's standing there on a street corner. Mm-hmm. We live on street corners. Yes. <laughs> we stand still in photos. <laughs> he's got the yeah, clothes that we think behind us. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. All the things. All the things. And um I just remember putting it in and the beat comes on. I think it's a Diamond D beat or something. We're like, I can't even bother. Because we're so also we're so used to listening to this music that is made by people that we meet on the street. Right. That if it's not horrible sounding and the levels are all off and it's not blowing out your speaker and you know, you gotta you had to make so many adjustments. <laughs> to make we weren't like mastering that. a damn thing. <laughs> you know, yeah. But anyway, Sophia had this album release party, and we were gonna be like, "Dude, Sophia's gonna be at your mama's kitchen." And um, and just so people know, there's a place called your mama's cafe. This is a different place. Okay. This is on the top of College, 
right next to the Wendy's on college. Anyone from the Bay listening to the show, shout out to all the people that were there that remember this night. You remember this song, Tucson? World Renowned. Anyway, Saphir just performed his whole his whole record, right? He kind of just rapped over instrumentals. I don't even think he had a mic. And Saphir, if you don't know who Saphir is, if you ever seen Menace of Society, he's cousin Harold that gets killed. Okay. We can't leave him here in the street, y'all. That nigga did. We gotta go. It ain't right. <laughs> it ain't right. I'm a, I'm gonna just be here. It ain't right. <laughs> that nigga did. We gotta go. <laughs> Damn, Kane. You remember that? Oh my gosh, I've not seen that in so long. <laughs> <laughs> that nigga did. We gotta go. Yo, the accents are we can't just leave here. Access Come on, Sharif. <laughs> so that's Saphir. Saphir, you know, is a frightening man. For 15, 16-year-old Jason, Saphir is this big, light-skinned dude, and he didn't wear all the rapper stuff. Mm-hmm. He didn't like Big L had the outfit. He had like a big coat on and the back yep. pants and the tent. And the hat what? to the side. To the side. Yep. Outside New York. What? <laughs> Outside New York. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like them high road dudes and some of the hobo junction dudes, they was some of them was like mad niggerish. Like they didn't really have that look. Yeah. They had a different look because some of them were like Oakland Hills fly dudes. So they was like, I can't be looking like a bummy cat with these crazy nigga. I'm trying to get with these hoes. Man. Mm-hmm. And Saphir had like a little chain, like not, not like a donkey rope, but like a chain and a black T-shirt, regular fitting ass black pants. Mm-hmm. He just looked like an adult. Yeah. <laughs> Scary adult. Like a scary adult. <laughs> and uh, had a really odd rap style. Like really, really odd rap style. But we were all into it because Saphir and the Hobo Junction was down with Hyro and he was on Casual's record and it was kind of like the dopest thing on, not the dopest thing, it was one of the doper cuts on Casual's records was Saphir just rapping for like 30 seconds. <laughs> just talking shit. And I remember walking into the, the venue, which again is this little cafe place, which sadly no longer exists. And it's been 30 years since this day, 30 plus years. And I still get the same kind of feeling whenever I pass this place on College Avenue. And um, I remember walking in there and thinking like, damn, there's niggas with dreads in here. Yeah. <laughs> You know what they say about them. <laughs> like if a nigga had dreads and if a nigga had a North Face check, it's like, oh my gosh, this nigga's got a North Face check. <laughs> if you had one of them Rasta belts, I was like, oh, fuck, you know he's dope. He got a Rasta What's a Rasta belt? What the hell? What the Them like yarn belts. <laughs> 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 
if if a nigga had a yarn belt and like <laughs> chasing profiling all types of people. Oh, shit, these niggas can rap, man. They got dreads and yarn belts. <laughs> I'm no match for anyone here. <laughs> I bet all these niggas can come off the top. <laughs> If you had a Rasta belt, the North Face puff coat, and a white girl with dreads, I knew I was no match for you. (laughs) (laughs) And a white girl with dreads. (laughs) Unbelievable. (laughs) Throwing out Big L tapes. Damn. (laughs) Somebody said... Jason doing all the races. <laughs> Dude. It's true. I just I I remember walking in and like we're not ready, dude. We can't. We can't uh We're not ready, dude. We're not ready for this. None of us have dreads. Even <laughs> your your mutant ninja turtle friends. If okay, Doctor Claw said Curb and Chris, so those are two personal friends, and there's some hilarious stories I would love to say. They went to them. your elite high school. No, they were rappers from the scene, and they're from different parts of the. Uh, Kirby's from Fresno, actually, and Kirby's got one eye. Okay. I forgot the group Kirby was in. Kirby dominant, and he hooked up with this dude, Chris. And Chris used to rap with our friend Brett, who's actually been on the show in the early days when it was still called Soundwave. And me and Brett go down this memory lane because Brett was in a group called, um, oh God, Comedic Sons. Jesus. And um, Curb and Chris released a, a record that our good friend DJ Icewater DJed on called Niggas and White Girls. Okay, right, what, to the point. right to the point. And it's on. It's on. Spotify and they take 80 samples and they rap about why they date white women which isn't true but it's <laughs> the funniest thing Rod, so DJ Icewater uh, used to DJ for the far side and nice. Zion I and Living Legends name a group from the 90s Icewater DJed for him at some point in the 2000s Icewater was there when Fife and Q-Tip were fighting in that documentary at the end of that documentary it says if you watch the Tribe Called Quest documentary because I want to tell you guys about my relation to this music as well it says I want to send a shout out to DJ Plattern who's like the inspiration of this film that's our DJ Mm -hmm. DJ Plattern so these were all our you know Heroes and stuff. So Ice Water and Plattern and some other people kind of got into that scene when I was said, you know, I'm, I'm not really liking hip hop. It sounds really whack and got married and started playing crazy rock music again. Um, but yeah, dude, Curb and Chris, people I know very well. Somebody loves their virginity. And that and that, Chris songs. 
that that do you want to hear some of the it's the funniest thing ever they sample like 80s music and they rap about dating white women it is literally the funniest thing i've ever heard in my life. <laughs> so funny you kind of have to know them and it's if you know them it's even funnier and if you knew ice water it's even even funnier um but uh do you remember this group the knots This is a deep cut. This is a deep Sounds 90s like LA hip hop cut right here. Damn, I used to be upset and just sweat. Some chain for what goes to seven digits and so. Still this is like 93, 94. I found this. Slowed it down and mixed it with that. Original lyrics I had pages of rhyme. But yeah, dude, this was, uh, we would see these guys that would make like road trips up north, north, north and you would hear this music that was the first time i heard um jurassic five mm. i couldn't go out one night someone says whoa who is this this is a group called the knots n-o-n-c-e yes it's called who, uh, who falls apart um but uh i couldn't go to a show for whatever reason and everybody came back like dude we heard this new group called jurassic five it was so dope we got a tape for you <laughs> <laughs> it was it was like it was like that so i don't know was new york like that for you as well i feel like new york also had a bunch of people that were just like jumping off all the time there were all these cool spots to hear this kind of music. absolutely I was just too young for it. And I would say also for my part of Queens, we had, there was definitely a scene there. Mm -hmm. I was too young for it, but I knew, I knew some things about it. Um, but we were close to Long Island and there was a lot of action to be had in Brooklyn or uptown in Manhattan. Um, so we were a little, we were like two hours away on the train. <laughs> Maybe you could go to Queen Bri Queens Bridge. It's a lot closer. That's a different scene, though. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I was a, I was a kid. It was it was a fun time, dude. We um we played this show at the Upper Room, which I talked about on the show with Daniel. This is we were I was 15 years old. It's me, our friend Liana. Who was 14 years old, and Kevin Patterson, who was 17. Kevin and we played Patterson. And we just we killed it, right? We killed it. Like little kid kill it. You know how you just like <laughs> year old Nick. Stick it like a gymnast. And uh and back then it was like, you know, people wanted to contact you. How do I find you? There was no go to my website. <laughs> it was like, here's right. my phone number. So this grown man had hunted me down through our buddy that booked the show, who, who sadly isn't here with us anymore. And um, he, um, he worked for Spearhead X, who you people know as Michael Franti. Wow. <laughs> who was a rapper. Right. Out of San Francisco. And this dude was like, I think you guys are like the next big thing. And mm -hmm. I want you to come meet Michael Franti and the crew. And 
get you guys in the scene and blah, 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 blah. And my, you know, ears are warm and my mind is blown and I'm telling, oh my God, we're, oh my God, it's happening. It's all happening. <laughs> my mom shut that shit down so quick. Oh. We wasn't going to have no fun. Wow. I mean, we saw that was the night that this dude started smoking crack in front of us on the BART train home, which is our subway. Yeah. You know, in typical Jason fashion, I'm talking to a weird, you know, transient man, and he's some pimpy kind of dude. We're having this great conversation. All of a sudden, he just stopped the conversation, pulled out his pipe, and lit. Oh, okay. And we were like, this just made a really weird turn. So weird. <laughs> but yeah, I'll, I'll, dude, I was so hurt. So. That's why I have mom issues because I think she destroyed my hip hop career. <laughs> she didn't want you talking to dudes with pipes, whipping out pipes in the middle of conversations. I get into my home life, but that wasn't what it was. <laughs> she was just like, "Why are you having fun?" Jason, get back in the house. Yeah, that was my mom. I had one of them mamas. Get back in the house. You didn't have one of them mamas. Um, absolutely. I was not allowed to do most things. So <laughs> get back in the house. Get back in the house. When them street lights come on, it's daylight savings time. They come on and I don't give a damn if they come <laughs> on in the day. Jason, get back in the house. You ever have a mom? like you were never in the house. I was never in the house. My mom worked nights so I could always like go have fun. And mm-hmm. figure out and try to. It was always like Ferris Bueller's Day Off every day with me trying to run home. And then I get in trouble and I got beat. And if I got beat, the neighborhood heard it. Because oh, I got beat with the with the window open. Oh, Jason. And my uncle, my mom's brother, owned the building that we lived, the duplex that we lived in, and he loved making fun of me in front of everybody. Else. Wow. Nice guy. I, well, it's to me, it's funny as shit. Like I can laugh at it now. I kind of laugh at it. Now. Well, I was mad when you getting shit kicked out of you because you know you was having fun. I wasn't even doing anything bad. Of course not. Jason, like, get back in the house. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was just like get back in the house. What are you doing having fun? <laughs> what are you doing having fun? I remember, I lost, I lost my keys. I would lose my keys because I would always think the greatest place to put my keys. And I thought, you know what I'll do to keep from losing my keys? I'll tie them onto my shoe. Wow. Genius. And then the shoe came untied and my keys fell off. And my mom had some, she thought that someone was going to know by finding the keys randomly that that's where we lived. Break <sighs> my gosh. Dr. Claus said I wasn't allowed to go to Dwayne Reed. <laughs> where are you getting this from? Ridiculous. <laughs> Dwayne Reed. Here, here, here. Do you remember this group? Is this West Coast? What'd you say? Is this West Coast? No, these cats are from the East Coast. The Boogie Monsters. 
I was never into them. <laughs> I was never into really? them. Really? Probably because of how they spelled boogie. And <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, no. That's a no for me, dog. We heard Boogie Monsters like, dude, these guys sound like us. <laughs> Boogie Monsters and um, the first time we heard Outcast, we was like, man, these these dudes from the South sound like they're from Oakland. <laughs> Everybody thought they sounded like them. One of the best groups from High Road is right here. Yo, can I get a witness? Brothers don't want to be on my hit list. Time to kick positivity with the quickness. I'm bringing them something off slick with softness. Now, what is all this in my pulpit? I'm not having it. It's time to chill. I know you feel me. Remember this group? No, what's this? Extra prolific. If they didn't get five mics. They got four mics in the source, and no one talks about this record. It happens like that. Like, such a damn good record, dude. Loved this record. I was just watching a video where they were talking about J. Rue the Damager and how nobody talks about him. A lot of people got memory hold. Yeah. J. Rue was big. He's still big in, in Europe, from what I know. He lives out there. Yeah, J. Rue, for a lot of people, like a lot of those Berkeley cats, I remember when J. Rue hit, those Berkeley cats lost their mind. He was definitely the right cat at the right time yes. for a lot of people yes him and wu-tang absolutely yeah and again I, like we said on the show i think it all kind of starts from de la soul and the native tongues cats opening this door where a lot yeah. of different stuff can exist so we can just start thinking outside of the box yeah you know rizza isn't rizza out the box Right. Ooh, we love you, Raheem. I remember that. Raheem. <laughs> Whatever that nigga's name. Not is. even Raheem. <laughs> Ronnie. <laughs> Ronald. <laughs> um, and like, I don't know. You, the ability to experiment with movie samples that Wu-Tang does and you know mm-hmm. Dela going down all these crazy rabbit holes of sample layering which causes Tribe Call Quest to make this amazingly beautiful album in the mm-hmm. low end theory with the perfect amount of sample layering where it's not noisy. Like there was something about Hank Shockley and the Bomb Squad where the stuff they did felt even even the Soul Assassins, those cats that were doing stuff with um, House of Pain and uh, um, uh, Cypress Hill, that stuff mm-hmm. sounded super noisy. I mean, it of- felt like the noise was part of the part of the elements they wanted. They wanted. Yeah, noisy. I it, I wasn't digging it. I don't know about <laughs> you. It wasn't for me. It definitely wasn't for me. Um, but like this and I also feel like the music for a lot of those places matched where they were from 
Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, and, absolutely. Um, De La Soul, that that is like it's one in the same. They're from Amityville, like the horror. The 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 horror. This the right horror. here. Because he knows not to be. <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> Casuals first record. Woo! Fed to the alligators. Shout Casual, out to Casual is one of my favorite rappers. Sadly. He's the hotepiest of hotep negroes. Hotepiest. Oh my god. Oh my god. His channel now? The, it's just hotep shit. They ho, they do ho shit for like five hours on YouTube. He's a ho shit. <laughs> they, they just hotep. Somebody out. asked, "Who's this?" This is Casual. His first record record, Fear Itself. Casual is one of the hieroglyphics. Let's get dropped. So this this next song had the video for this AC alone when he went solo. He um had this video where they're doing like hip hop calisthenics. Have you seen? Do you remember this video? Mm-hmm. I don't know. One, two, three, two, one, two, three. And they're doing like these, they're doing like calisthenics, but then they're doing like <laughs> rhymes in between. You don't remember that? It's been a while. Um, it's been a while, and I was on the East Coast. Oh, we have another friend in the chat. Who? Conan. Conan. Hyro was huge in the town because they got a deal. But AC alone had this record called "All Balls Don't Bounce," and the first video they're doing this hip hop calisthenics thing, and that was what like the Freestyle Fellowship used to do when they were. Um, Doing freestyle circles and stuff. They would they would have all these little things. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if we can right now, Tucson. Sure. No, that's fine. I gotta fix that. I gotta fix that for next week. That's we'll cool. definitely take calls next week. Maybe, maybe we'll revisit this for the champagne room Tuesday. Oh, that'd be nice. Um, the hip they had the hip hop calisthenics thing that they did, and um, it's it's a songwriter's technique. So this oh, song, wow. all I want to do is have some fun by um, not Shania Twain, what's her name? Let's have some fun. Cheryl Crow. Cheryl Crow. Cheryl Crow. Um, I saw Cheryl Crow get mad at her kid at Yo Gabba. She got real colored. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> real colored. Real colored. Real quick. Real, yeah. It was not a game. She wasn't fucking with whatever. That kid lost a balloon and tried to get mad. She was not fucking with that kid or that balloon in a way that you can only understand if your mama has yelled at you. <laughs> in public. Oh, my God. She didn't give a good. She looked real different without all the weaves and shit. Mm. Okay. But, um, yeah, that the, all I, that's from her being with these songwriters and when they were like working out ideas for songs, they would do that hook. All I want to do is have some fun. 
I think she ended up getting sued for that. Oh, wow. Because she, she took that. So the Freestyle Fellowship are really good at having stuff like that to me. And um, if you can find that video for um, All Balls Don't Bounce or Mic Check, I think it's a video for Mic Check, AC Alone. They do the hip-hop calisthenics thing. And I got to go to a Project Blowed towards the end of Project Blowed. And there's this group of rappers called the Chillin' Villain Empire. CVE. And there was a dude in the Chillin' Villain Empire named the Rifleman. Because they would do that rap. Like hella fast. Toussaint, that was the sickest freestyle thing I've ever seen in my life. If we would have had camera phones at that time, that that video would have been so viral. Um, like that kind of stuff, I miss. Like walking in and seeing like just super dope, right? Like I would love to see super dope rappers like that again. Like, the one thing I loved about Biz Marquee and like Cool V, they loved finding new rappers. LA Cool. Yeah. Shout out George Garcia. Yeah. Watching those dudes rap in real life. I was, I never thought their recorded material was that good, but watching them rap in real life, I was I was blown away by the things they were doing. Cuz this was this was like right at the time where when people were freestyling, they would use things around them as props. Do you remember that, Tucson? Oh yeah. Cuz that's how you had to prove that you were actually freestyling. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And one of them took off his shoe because he because he was talking about somebody's mom was calling him, and he took off his shoe and he was talking to the, the mom and then he had to then he hit the shoe and he had a call waiting and then he had another shoe you know it was one of them like ah I got those shoes off <laughs> but yeah. But it all goes back to Dead Hustle. All balls don't bounce. All balls don't bounce. Tucson, some balls roll and some balls hang. Some oh. people have a ball doing their thing. That sounds right. Um, who's Why that are you sister? talking about Jim Pan? Because Hotep Jim Pan. You don't remember that? We made Jim Oh, right. Hotel Champagne. Classic. <sighs> Isn't it fun being a part of this show? I think so. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like people know if you're going to go on, like now, people know like, oh, we're going to go on Jason's show. So they kind of look at you a little bit like, Give him some room. <laughs> They're going to do some crazy shit. Um, Balloon Mind State, what's your favorite song? You go tripping? Let me, I see it. Hang on. Eye patch. Balloon Mind State. Why are niggas always crossing over something, huh? What's the matter, huh? They can suck the music as long as they can't see our faces. One, two, three, four. 
Remember this? Go back. I want to hear Fanatic of the B Word. On which album? Uh, that's on. Hang on. Is that on the first one? Is that on Three Feet High? De La Soul is Dead. Isn't De La Soul Dead? I re-listened to Biddy's in the BK Lounge. God, I love that song. Between that and, and Millie Pulled a Pistol. <clears throat> love this song. Ha ha! Oh, yeah! Gotta go, 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 This is before Black Sheep comes out, too. My man, the dress in the house, you know what I'm saying? Right? Yes. Long I used to play this in gym class. Hey, Dr. Dr. Smurfo, I'm going to play a curious song. I'm not going to play Walk Like a Duck, but I will Don't play. Don't play Walk Like a Duck. <laughs> I will play a curious song. I'll play my favorite curious song. <laughs> Did you like Curious? A little bit. A little bit? Yeah, a little bit. Are you serious? Imagining Jen Pan with a Shaharazad Ali hat and an off staff. <laughs> <laughs> Out of control. Out of Look, control. This is the best Curious song ever. You don't, you don't remember this song? If you had this drum beat, you were automatically hooked. <laughs> That's all it's it took. One of these kind of Bob James samples. I got what you want. can't talk about this era uh -oh. without talking about a part of this era that um how should i put it how should i put it um you have to talk about the younger people that were coming up in this era as well. Would you agree?
You're the worst. I knew you were going to try to stick that in there. Dude. I knew you were going to try and do that. Do you remember? So you remember that, right? You remember these cats from the West Coast that um did this too, did the rap thing too, and they were um. Okay, I found them. So you remember the youngsters, right? This is the uh-huh. youngsters for those of you that don't remember. Yes, the Shaheem was in the youngsters. No, was Shaheem in the youngsters? Or he was in something else. He was he was solo. No, he was in one of those groups first, wasn't he? I don't think so. Okay. This group was from Cali, and you may know one of them because they were on the Far Side's first record. You remember this song? This is a deep cut for like people our age. Claw might know this one. If Claw doesn't know this one, he's got to give it to me for having massive hip hop. They had a video. You remember this? Oh my gosh, what is this? This is the Waskles. The Waskles. Oh I would and, never recognize the song. And one I would them, recognize the video. One of them was on the song um, on the down low, right? On the down low mm. with the far side. And uh, I don't even know if they had a whole album out, but I know they released this single and we thought it was the dopest thing ever because they were our age. And we're like, dude, there's a better hook than ours. Mm. <laughs> you don't remember this? I would remember the video. In my class, I did everything but pass. I knew my ACDs were good at making people laugh, telling jokes, sleeping. No, maybe I wrote the raps. I put signs on backs and threw off dust caps. Like, this, this was my jam. I remember... I was in LA for something festival or something. And I saw one of these guys at like a grocery store and I was trying to be cool. But I wanted to be like, (gasps) (laughs) and I remember like, you know, he's just buying like regular single guy groceries. I just remember looking over like, so, so, Single guy groceries, <laughs> frozen pizzas, <laughs> big bottles of liquor and bags of chips and shit. Yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, what was that? Oh, here, here. I, I'm, if Nobody you know this group, as we're as we're going over an hour and a half, um, if you know this group, Tucson. I feel like you've had a crush on these guys in the 90s. Let's hear it. There's that drum beat. Can you feel 
have to send you the video to this because I feel like if I send you the video to this, it'll be your new boyfriend. No? No. You don't remember this? No, maybe if I saw the. Yeah, flavor, yeah. Yeah. Jorge, Jorge Garcia must be from LA. You're premiering on Varn Vlog right now? I recorded that Varn vlog thing. Me and Varn had rescheduled it a few times, and Varn hit me up at halftime at the Super Bowl. And me and Ben was at the neighbor's house, and the neighbor wanted to like, because I I usually cook for Super Bowl, and they was like, look, dude, Jay, you cook hell of food and shit, and I don't want like the wife's gonna be gone. You and Ben come over. I'm gonna order a bunch of Chinese food. Oh, Jorge smoking. What up? And um. We're watching the Super Bowl, and I'm blown away by Rihanna's halftime performance. Blown away. Really? Oh, my God. Have you ever been on a scissor lift before? I can't imagine, honestly. Dude, seeing what those dancers were doing, seeing what she was doing on a scissor lift... Or not even a scissor lift. She's being held up. If you know anything about live production, what you see on TV and what's actually going on is two different things. Conan says can confirm. When you, okay, if you're, we use gaff tape. When you're really in production and gaff tape isn't super strong it just doesn't reflect off light oh. so when you go see a production like that remember everything that you saw her on had to be disassembled and taken out of a door in minutes mm-hmm. and it had to be assembled <laughs> you don't have the amount of time you think you have to make sure people aren't going to die um, and I don't know how much rehearsal you're going to do. And the way they were, they were hitting those moves too. Like for, let's be honest for a second, y'all real. There's no call going out looking for dancers with X amount of years experience doing this kind of dance that aren't afraid of heights. Like that's. Mm-hmm. No. You saw you saw that opportunity to put that on your resume, and you said, "I'm gonna conquer my fears today." That's what that was, because we were watching it, and we just kept going back and forth. She's got to be in a harness, because we didn't we we didn't know the whole pregnancy thing. I don't know anything about her life. So my thing was, that's got to be a harness that she's in. That's insane for her not to be in a harness. And I was just. And then Derek calls as we're me and uh, our neighbor are, are, are talking about it and, and you know talk about the game and stuff. And I was like, hey, guys, I'll be right back. <laughs> Thank you, Devotion Orange. 
Thank you, Devotion. Shout out to Devotion Orange. Shout out to all the super chats. Thank you guys so much because this. I don't even want to see the email. I'm going to screenshot you guys the emails. It'll be a single emails for everyone that says, uh, this person, this person, this person, this person, this person. Um, so Varn goes, I get, I get home. You know, it takes me 20 minutes to turn my computer on and shit. Varn's like, are we still doing this? I'm like, yeah, dude, we're still doing it. And, um, he goes, you totally forgot it was Super Bowl today, huh? Mm. I was like, yeah, I did. But we we ended up talking for a couple hours. I missed the. I still haven't seen the second half of the Super Bowl. Um, while I'm doing this thing with Varn, Ben, and the neighbor, are like you're missing the like, the best game I've ever. Oh my god, this game is so good. Ignored it all. Me and Varn are having a conversation. So I hope you guys enjoy the conversation. I'll be going on the uh, popular show soon too. They just hit me up. What's that? Uh, the popular show with uh, Slavic and uh, oh. I can't I can't remember the other gentleman's name. Um, nice. Back in the days when I was a teenager, before I had status and before I had a pager. Find the abstract, listening to hip hop. <laughs> say, or you mind him a bebop. I said, well, daddy, don't you know that things go in cycles? The Bobby Brown is just amping like Michael. All expected, things are for the looking. If you got the money, the quest is for the booking. Come on, everybody, ah. let's kick with the This um, voice sounds amazing. That's a, that's a one hell of a unique voice in yes, in still to this day. Yeah. Do you remember? Do you remember this dude right here? It's another LA dude. JB, thank you so much. Yeah. There's that drum beat. <laughs> There's no sample. That's all I needed. this song i don't know maybe not you remember adriana evans no do you remember after erica badu came out and maybe like shantae moore shout out to shantae moore from the bay um all the black female singers started coming out before the soul clarions there's the neo soul maxwell comes out with his first record Sade's mm-hmm. band releases the Sweetback record. Do you remember that record? I don't remember the Sweetback record, but I do. Yeah, know you, the, do you remember Groove Theory? You know Neo Soul, of course. I don't. I've got to question this now. The, I haven't listened to some of this stuff since I was the age I was when it came out. And this is why I can't grow up because I still listen to this shit all the time. You specialize in. <laughs> In all of these things, and I'm like, did you just watch Boomerang yesterday? Like, what the hell, man? You quote, you quote in everything. But uh, this actually, I think they ended up getting married. I want to say Dred, the rapper's name was Dred Scott. I remember him. Um, and I think I think he married Adina Adrena Evans. No, her name is yeah, Adina Evans. Back when rappers were supposed to be educational. Oh, dude. If I put it in my name, then 
they'll have to look it up. Oh, I want to say he might even be a teacher. It wasn't was, like he made a mint off this album. <laughs> yeah. There was a couple of teachers. Those dudes that were down with KRS-One? Yeah. Two of them. I forgot their name. Wasn't they that like teachers. the thing, though, that even when they were out, they were like, yeah, these are teachers. These are teachers. Yep. Um, we gotta get together. We gotta organize. Do you remember organized confusion? Yes. I was there with Was it them that had a song called Fudge Pudge? Yes. Yeah. I liked Fudge Pudge. That was about it. That was the first record. Something about their aesthetic that didn't work for me. Uh, this beat right here might be in my top five New York beats. I'm gonna like put it in a little category. Okay, okay. Is it is it Big L? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on, uh, to the west side. Yeah. Come on, uh, to the east side. Come on, come on. Dude, do you remember when this song hit? Joe in the house. Who is this? Diamond is D in the psychotic neurotics. My name is Diamond D. Tell you what I'm gonna do. And a dab like a Mike Tyson jab. Even though this flab, I possess the gift of gab. I shoot it like a jammy. Girls get the panties in. Even with a fanny, and I might win a Grammy. And maybe I won't, so I chill like the Pope. See, I'll never moke, cause I know my shit is dope. Like Colombian fish scale. Ask my man Fishman. Diamond D got props like a cop. I remember that. Props like a cop. What? Oh, wait a minute. Um, I feel like we're, we shouldn't play common. <laughs> you should play common sense, not common. Is there really a difference? Do you really want to play anything from the first record? I'm not a common fan. I, I My sister used to work for Relativity Records, which was his record label. Your sister's so... Yeah. She said one day she walked into the elevator and she saw him. She was like, "This was the most beautiful man I've ever seen in my entire life." And I was like, "You just like light skinned dudes in leather." Is what I'm thinking <laughs> this is because he is just—he's just a person. She's just a person. She's like, "No, you should have seen him." <laughs> Yeah, okay. okay. If you can guess this group. Now my friends laugh, but soon they resume with my autograph. Cause I'll be a star, drive a flat car. Don't not believe us, you know who you are. But my dream is stopped by the voice of my pops. Son, get a job, quick get hot, but I won't. Because I know I'm good. Dad, if you only get a job, yes, it's a chance, but yo, I gotta take it. Who is this? You cry when I make it. Gonna cry when I make it. Aww, take that, so, Dad. This is original flavor. Gonna make it. I would never. Have it's, there's also this kind of innocence about this music because we don't really know what making it is. 
and so we, don't, we, we don't have a bunch of deaths behind us. <laughs> there's so Mystic Journeyman, who's now you guys would know as Living Legends, right? They had a song when they were just Mystic Journeyman called um, "Depths of Survival." That is like the saddest song ever and they would end their sets with it and this is 92 93 i don't know what they end with now and the main dude Corey, um i've gotten to know over the years has a line where he talks about wanting to be a writer but nobody understands because there's no um i think it's my mama don't understand because there's no money in my hand mm. and uh a lot of that music, especially the stuff that we were doing, was like from that perspective of like, we're just doing this because we really like doing it. And we have no notions of making it because we know what we're doing is just not for the mainstream. And we, we're cool with that. And now it's like, got me a chick, I got a chick. <laughs> that's young thug <laughs> they know exactly what they're gonna get now that, <laughs> yeah the most yeah intuitive song about getting a check i ever heard <laughs> you and i would both make the same damn song <laughs> i <just like, laughs> <laughs> got me a check all right <laughs> Yeah, D- definitely not making that song here, right, MG? <laughs> <laughs> if people only knew. Um, oh. <laughs> oh, dude. Um, this was fun. Yeah, man. Thank you for joining me. I didn't. I, I didn't know if you were gonna join me or not. I was totally fine if you didn't, because we have movie night in like an hour and some change. So for those of you that are not patrons, if you want to hang out with us, well, we won't be talking about music. We're going to be doing movie night, and I'll have a different camera angle tonight because me, Ben, and live show producer Jordan are here, and they have never seen Deep Cover. Ooh. So it's going to be very fun to hear what Ben Burgess has to say about Deep Cover. Uh I want to send. Become a patron. Go ahead. Go ahead. For movie night. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry. Gotta become a patron for movie night. You can join us tonight in an hour to watch Deep Cover together. Everybody can talk about it. Everybody makes comments. Everybody's jokes. It's a good time. Have fun with us. It's it's one of the funnest things that we get to do with this uh, patron community. Um, Bad Lefty says, Jason, MT, you got to do more of these music shows. Uh, Maybe not music. <laughs> uh, we'll hum you know, them. MT, look, you've been in my head about doing these these streams where we just kind of have chill. a little bit more fun. They're a little yeah. more chill. Um, we have more of a group conversation. At least that's the way I feel with this. But putting mm-hmm. the chat on the screen is something I don't like doing anymore. <laughs> After really? the original tap water, after oh. we did that show and the the when you lose when you lose a conversation and it goes into the the shadow realm of answering people back, you know. To me it's all love hard. today, though. Everybody loves this music. It makes everybody feel good and buttery warm inside. 
I hope. I hope. Yeah. I I I dig this stuff. I think I think Van and Jordan took off for a minute, so I'm going to mop. Devotion Orange wants to know why I'm not on screen. Because if you see her in the New York streets, she's gonna put hands on you. You gonna catch them hands. You catch them hands. That's not where. She, that's not how you're trying to live your life. No, it ain't. Someone says make a TIR playlist. Uh, I meant to make a playlist. Let me ask you guys a question. Do you like it better when we make the, the TIR playlist where we add videos? Um, on Twitter and people just add stuff. I think that's really cool. Or do you rather we do it on Spotify? Mm. Tell us. Whatever's easier for you, I will do those things and leave the playlist open. Um, a while back, jokingly, Marcus had asked me what new metal was. <laughs> and he goes, he goes, I think I've heard it before. And I think what I think it is is pretty cool. So can you make me a playlist? So I made Marcus a playlist, and I opened it. You know, I I think I hit up Kenzo, I hit up Mac, and some other people just threw their ideas of of songs that they wanted to do. And it was really cool. I listened to it the other day, and it was definitely songs I wouldn't have put on it. But I love leaving stuff open to the public. When I first started the show, when it was still called Soundwaves, whenever I would have a guest – I would ask the guests. So there's about 24 of these, and they're open on Twitter. They should be under Bitter Lake Presents Soundwaves. Um, I would say, give me 10 songs that sound like the soundtrack to Revolution for you. Every guest. There was not one song I would have picked. Wow. <laughs> that was on there. Not to crap on people's music taste, but it was it's a pretty eclectic list. It is it's interesting to me what what gets people riled up, what makes people wanna um get out and do something, and it's not always the same thing, you know. Um I was the Chambers Brothers in it? I don't remember. Time has come today. That sounds like something's going down. There was so Cedric Johnson has a playlist on there. They would give me a list of songs, and if, and if I could find it on Spotify, I would do it. Now, I'm gonna say there's about 20 of them. Um, Thank you, Laredo Lasso. It, it, that kind of stuff is fun to me to see what people like to hear and, and what again what gets people motivated. It's not what gets me motivated. <laughs> which is fine which is fine but it's just that like oh wow it's pretty cool and it would it was never songs that i thought that uh that people would would uh suggest um nora barrows friedman had a playlist you people might intifada like i said cedric johnson has one i think conan might have one on there um i want one um Maybe we should do one for the individual people of uh, This Is Revolution. This is M2 Sant's, you know, soundtrack to revolution or whatever. Soundtrack to revolution. Like you want to work out. That kind of. That's how I feel. You don't want to get left behind in the revolution. <laughs> you know, like, when the revolution comes. I, I Another fun playlist we did, and Conan was a part of this, which I thought was really cool, was um, 10 songs you wish you wrote. Not your 10 favorite songs, mm-hmm. 10 songs you wish you wrote. Yeah. That 
is my favorite playlist. When I was Isn't first, this great. Show, Your flight leaves at eight. Her flight lands at nine. My game just rewinds. <laughs> <laughs> that sounded so much doper when you said it. That sounded so much doper when you said it. That's great. That is just great. <laughs> if you if you go back, if you go back, I think it's show number. If you want to know why issues with my mom, there's I have a show about that we did on Mother's Day, um, which speaks to kind of the awesomeness of what we've been able to do with this channel when no one was listening. This when it was audio only. Um, when I was at the shelter, it was a day before Mother's Day, and this woman had asked me if she could have a woman come in and do her hair, hmm. and I was like. And I'm and I'm not doing doing the math. I'm just handing niggas food, right? Mm-hmm. And she goes, and I said, you know nobody can come up in here. We're in the middle of COVID. We can't just be having motherfuckers coming up in here. And you just can't be having motherfuckers coming up in here. There's 300 motherfuckers. It's not shit. Ain't cool all the time when people come right. up in here. You know what I mean? Right. And um, that was hey, can't have you know the rules. And she goes, she got to do my hair. Tomorrow's Mother's Day. And you know, she goes, so I got to get my hair done in the car for Mother's Day. And it just punched me in the chest right there. We had no plans for Mother's Day. I did a stream talking about my own mom. Know, her trials and tribulations and not so much a condemnation but like understanding that people do the best they can do with what they have and what they know I want to feel that way <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I feel that way I feel that way I feel that's, that way I think we do very the best generous of you it maybe maybe but whew, you know, she's lived a life she's living a life Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm sure she has regrets. To to look at your regret constantly in me, not me, but the things that she she did. Mm-hmm. You you understand you know, that constantly working through stuff. Yeah. And uh, I was like, look, if anybody can help out, we're doing a Mother's Day thing. If you got any. Thing you want to you, know, you want to drop off flowers you want to drop off candy for these women i got hundreds of women in here i would say 90 percent of them is moms and we have nothing planned and i want to put something together for them mm-hmm. so i'm not joking i woke up the next day we had raised like a grand wow this, the little show the little show and people were coming left and right dropping stuff off oh i got I got these designer chocolates for the women. I, you know, I grow these flowers or I bought these flowers. We had that whole lobby decked out. Wow. When the show was that tiny. So, you know, I don't know, there's, 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 there's something special about this. I don't, I don't know exactly the word to describe it because it's not just charity. You know, it is a certain feeling of community. I think. Somebody's listening. I was shocked. Yeah. I was very shocked. Because it was people I didn't know. Yeah. 
some people I did know, some people like, hey, man, you met my brother. One dude was like, you, you met my brother. I think you play music with my brother. And I toured with this dude's brother. And he was like, I, I live in the Bay and I, I work in tech, man. And, and I'd heard your show, dude. I can't stop crying. Here you go. Whatever these women mean. So, and that's not, it doesn't end right there, right? You still need to do more. <laughs> but it was just sure. the fact it, it, it kind of forced me to have this different conversation about our relationship sometimes to our parents. Fair enough. And when I thought no one was listening, I was a lot even more honest than, <laughs> nah, than you are now. See, you stop yourself from telling your virginity story today. <laughs> I don't want to. I, I want to tell you that story because you might leave me alone this much. Tiny like bit this that much. much. But um, yeah, when we get off air, I'll tell you this story. And we should probably get off air now. Because yeah. <laughs> now you're like, I want to know what this Negro is talking about. How you lost your virginity <laughs> to Kirby and Ben? <laughs> <laughs> All right. What would a music stream be without me playing my favorite music in the world? That also, to me, is a derivative of De La Soul. like something's coming to kill me. It got me looking over my shoulder. Here comes, here comes. You really don't know this? You are hurting my soul right now. I didn't listen to all this stuff last week like you. Massive attack. Thank you very much. The one I knew it was massive attack. Massive attack. My favorite group in the world. And now we're gonna get killed. Oh, now we're definitely. It's they're, they're like. Yeah, this Negroes is when you die. Negroes. Yeah. Sure. Thank you guys so much. I hope to see you guys for movie night tonight. If you want to join us for movie night, there's only one way to do it: Patreon.com/slash Bitter Lake Presents. We had a great week of shows last night. We had a very illuminating conversation about Chicago politics, the history of politics in Chicago where Kenzo Shibata took us down uh, a rabbit hole of Chicago history like no one can. Um, What did we do Tuesday, Tucson? You're asking me. This was Hell Week at work. I don't remember. Oh, oh, I should say it. Today's Paul Prescott's birthday. Shout out to birthday. Paul Prescott for turning 25. Again. I think he's 31 now. Only? Paul's young, dude. Paul is really young. He's just not on social media. No. On Tuesday, we did the Jordan Peterson Manosphere. Colin B. Anthus, Jordan Peters, Manosphere. That show is up right now for the audio only. 
Happy birthday, Paul Prescott. This is my new favorite group right now. Of course, I've been in this. Tucson. Loathe. Loathe. Love. Loathe. Did someone ask me to show up in the Discord? What's that? You want to dance? You want to dance? <laughs> I can get Discord to work. I'll get it to work. If, I don't have to watch it online. I've been in Jordan here, so I know one of them has Discord. So no worry. We're gonna watch it on the TV in the living room, and uh, we can have a celebrity guest in the room, Ben Burgess. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited about tonight. And then Saturday we have. Esperanza Fonseca, who's, who is a, a part of a new organization now. So we will talk about that, and I'm sure all the goodwill will be gone. Because <laughs> <Aww. laughs> every time we have Esperanza on the show, we just get hit with so many. She just mm. opens manholes and throws oh. grenades inside and puts the oh. cover on top. <laughs> She's yes. fun. And she's, she goes, can I bring some friends? I was like, oh, God. Yeah, that's <laughs> fine. She's got backup singers. I love like it. Every time, every time I talk to Esperanza, like, I, I met Esperanza. I think I just started doing the podcast when I met Esperanza. And she was working for DSA. Mm-hmm. Um, so we know each other for like real life. But she goes... You may get some messages from people if I come on. Mm-mm-mm-mm. It's almost as bad as this hotep shit I'm dealing with. I woke up this morning, Tucson. This is week four, is it? Four weeks every day. A hotep yells at me on, on Instagram. Amen. I think yelling at me on Instagram gets your wings. <laughs> I guess so. So yeah, thank you guys so much for hanging out with us. For every super chat, thank you guys because there's no way in the world. Let's cross our fingers and hope this video doesn't get taken down. If it does get taken down, I will definitely put it back up in the uh, This Is Revolution okay. Patreon. Yep. So. I love this song, by the way. I can tell.